One more speedrunners, noobs, and links. Welcome once again. It's the Idiot Gamer Podcast. Matthew Angel, it is just you and I. Yeah, it's cosy in here, isn't it? I know, it's a it's an IG cuddle. Oh, that's good. And we're here because E3 is now over. It is it is completely over. It's over. We've had we had a little bit of a delay because the old uh, the old World Cup is going on. Yeah, Andy Andy's still knee deep in the World Cup, so he's too, not joining us. Too busy with the footballs yeah. to focus on the video games. Sad times. Very sad times. But E3 was actually pretty good, wasn't it? I, I was surprised because I, I don't generally spend that much time looking at it. And, you got uh, well into it. I, I did. It, it helped that I've been suffering with some insomnia recently. So, so it helped <laughs> Perfect that, timing. that, yeah, instead of me going, well, the stuff's just started and I need to go to bed, I'm just there at like 2am going, well, I can just watch this now <laughs> and just make lots of notes. So. I thought that a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the YouTubers and a lot of the media outlets did actually a really good job. Yeah. Of covering it and adding a little bit of comedy, a little bit of fun to the whole thing. Yeah, it's really interesting because I, I follow a lot of sort of computer game stuff on YouTube and, and I wouldn't have missed out if I hadn't seen it live because yeah. I could have seen all the conferences. I could have seen the trailers many, yeah. many times over, interpretations of them and stuff. So it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was really good. I was tuning into uh, the uh, Eurogamer guys and uh, All Time Gaming and uh, Video Gamer, I thought did a pretty good job okay so we've got it pretty covered because i was watching ign and GameSpot. so i see you were watching all the serious ones (laughs) it wasn't that serious but uh yeah ign ign are quite they're quite uh they're quite sort of official aren't they they're all very very professional but but uh, it's very difficult for anyone working within the the sort of video game genre to take themselves too seriously yes because that's not the idea of of the whole whole you know nature of it so before we get into all the games and there's a lot of games there are a lot of games (laughs) before we get into that just i was just looking at some pictures from uh from the convention Mm. it looked ridiculous like trying to get to see anything yeah looked really like lines of like an hour or something to look over someone else's shoulder while they're trying to play a game yeah crazy i i don't think i'd enjoy it i've I've been to not not a computer gaming convention before but i've been to board gaming conventions in essen i've i've been to like the uk ones i've been to comic book conventions yeah and whilst i like them i always find them a little bit stressful in terms of the number of people and with something like video games where yes you can try out some of these but they're only ever going to be demos and things like that yeah you don't really need to be there for them I no, don't think. Quite. Um, I think you can easily have just the same experience, indeed. or even better, sometimes by watching other people report on it. Yeah, and to be honest, what they could do is they could have released all of those demos online so that everyone could try them. So, well, uh, this is yeah. the other thing about the value of those conferences because they get you to sit down and they make a big stink of the whole thing. But really, all they're doing is showing you a bunch of trailers, which yeah. are then available like thirty seconds later on YouTube. Absolutely. So, but talking of which i think the way we'll do it first we'll look at the big conferences yep and have i forgotten any bethesda microsoft playstation ubisoft ea and nintendo well i don't think we necessarily need to cover ea because we covered it in the last one and uh, <laughs> they were a shambles anyway it so, was a uh... shambles well that's all we can mention about them really but uh yeah so i think we'll cover those and then i've got a list of like a million other games yeah 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 absolutely right bethesda let's start there let's start with bethesda yeah so I think there was there was some big well there was big 
like announcements, but not very much in the way of actual games. There were. I mean, like myself and Andy made the prediction. Like I made the prediction that uh, Elder Scrolls Six would be announced. And Andy said that Elder Scrolls Six would be announced, and I would be unhappy with it. Yeah, um, you were both right. Andy was more right than me. So, <laughs> well, there's not much to be upset about, to be honest, because we didn't really see anything. Well, this is this is the problem I've got. So, so my problem is, I was hoping that they would give you know, they'd be like, here's here's a, a gameplay sort oh, of like, come on, you know, it'll be it'll be ready in a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. What we actually got was we got we got a teaser trailer that, to be honest. If that game didn't exist, you could still make. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just like... No, the teaser had absolutely nothing, nothing to do with the no, game. No, it was, it was just like a sort of flight shot across what could be any fantasy landscape oh, with Elder Scrolls. It was exciting, wasn't it? It was exciting it was. nonetheless. But the biggest problem... Um, but Matt, uh, just, just think about it for a second. Yeah. They are making a new Elder Scrolls game. Are they, though? Because they've, what? they've already come out since and said it's in pre-production. So we're not talking about this. They've, well, someone's doing art design and stuff, I they, guess. They've really said not only will it be next gen, it won't even be their first game on next gen. So, Ooh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Star Citizen, which we talked about as well. Like, that will uh, be Star, before Starfield. It. Oh, yeah, Star Citizen. Don't talk about Star Nobody's, Citizen. There was no mention of Star Citizen anywhere. Well, no, because it's never going to come out. No. So uh, Starfield, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm excited for Starfield, but again, there was no information there. Um Starfield but, was also just like Elder Scrolls Three, right? A, a, a pretty generic. Yeah, yeah. It would like you could CGI trailer. You could have made that that trailer without having a game. Yeah, and, of course, and I yeah. don't think they've got a game yet. So they already said that Starfield will be next gen, and then after Starfield, you will have Elder Scrolls Six. So, oh bloody hell! So you're t- talking, let's say, let's say the PS Five is announced at the next E3 because they're going to announce it in E3. We were predicting 2021, right, for the yeah. release of the next gen. So. You imagine Starfield won't be a release date for uh, a release title for that, so you're you're looking at <sighs> Jesus, and then you're probably looking at about a year to a year and a half. So twenty twenty two or something twenty three three. Oh think. my god! Yeah, so so I'm unhappy. Just when did Skyrim come out? I don't know. You quizzed me on this the other week, and I was two thousand and ten, something like that. No, it can't be that old. 2020. Anyway, anyway, it's already five, six years old. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe t- 2012. Shit. 2020. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm disappointed just because I can't get my grubby little mitts on it. Yeah, crikey, that does seem like quite a long way off, doesn't it? But yeah, I, I think we've got to give Andy the point there because they, they did announce <laughs> it and uh, they announced it, but I wasn't happy with with the fact that I can't get my hand on it. So. That's for Andy. Yeah, yeah. He's not here. Um, well, I'm, I'm far better giving him this credit now he's not here than yeah, if he was exactly. sat next to me. So. <laughs> but I think it was, it was great to know that those are the titles that they're moving forward with, yeah, yeah, even if nothing's happening, because Starfield looks very exciting because everyone's talking about it being like Elder Scrolls in space. If that's the case, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm Wouldn't that be amazing? But again, I need to see more Think of, this of like, you could you could be doing your armour, like augmenting your armour, or maybe even augmenting your, you know, your body yeah. or whatever. Ships, you could probably have all kinds of, like, uh, upgrades and stuff yeah. for ships. Oh, the potential would be awesome. Yeah, I'm And excited. if you could fly between planets and maybe have, like, open world or semi-open world on multiple planets with different styles. Uh-huh. Very yeah. cool. I'm... I'm, I'm t- tentatively excited for it because because yes. again we haven't seen enough of it to make a judgment on whether that game will be something that i'm interested in or not but but it should be so we've started with two be. things that basically have no information yeah yeah we we've basically talked about things that were like there were tenuous little teaser trailers there from. is one more to there add is, to the tenuous trailer thing doom eternal yeah which everyone's obviously very excited about because doom in 2016 was amazing yeah. one of my favorite games for 
several years. Fucking brilliant. And I usually don't like those kind of like fast-paced, uh, kind of like heavy metal schlock horror yeah, yeah. kind of things, but I fucking ate it up. It ate was, it it up. was very good, but I, I, I found it a bit too hectic for my liking. But I, turn, I, turn that difficulty way down, buddy. <laughs> turn it way it down was, and just enjoy it. It was just the intensity and the speed of it. I, I found not not difficult. I just found it like... Yeah. It, it, it's, it's intense. Yeah, yeah. It I is really so. intense. But, but I'm pleased that they did well enough that they can make a sequel, and I'm sure they will do the sequel very well. And it seems like that's exactly it, isn't it? It mm. seems like they're just going to do the same again. It's like, that's what everybody wants. Yeah, yeah. Same again. Hell on Earth was the tagline, so we're thinking that this time the hell portal has opened up and it's back on yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah. So we might get to see like some recognisable locations, which would be pretty cool. I'm wondering if they're going to take... Uh, you remember Resistance, Fall of Man, yeah. as, as more of a sort of guide on on how that, that sort of level design okay. will go but but they they don't need to look at any other game they just need to take Doom. you know where they should put hell reading swindon <laughs> because hell on earth is isn't that the swindon tourist board uh catch line already <laughs> right andy's not here and you're already giving me a hard time about swindon but uh, yeah yeah you're right it's, it's I, I was born there it's a hole I, I i've come to the conclusion that, that i'm never escaping from that so yeah <laughs> i think that would be that'd be a great step for him i, I think to, there's uh, worse places like have you ever been to swansea uh, swansea is bad yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not to upset milton our friends. there's nice bits of wales just not swansea milton keynes, milton keynes is terrible yeah yeah so milton so Keynes uh, perhaps I could have different levels. Milton different... Keynes would be great for Doom because you could go through the shopping centre. Oh, yeah. And you'd always get lost because you'd always be around a different fucking roundabout. Yeah, you, you could have one place. where they, they strip away the football club from a different location and, and just put it no! in there. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>, topical. <laughs> those bastards. Uh, so, yes, Doom Eternal and other, but none of those three games had any, like, no. info. What did have info? Fallout 76. Yes. They, they focused almost entirely on it. Yes. So, what do we re- what do we reckon? It, I don't really still understand what it is because it's a it's a it's an it's an MMORPG. No, no, it's it's what not. Is it? It's it's not an MMO. It's a I don't know. <laughs> like it's not massively multiplayer an L, online. An, an LMO, it's, a it's limited limited in multiplayer online. So <laughs> it was really interesting hearing them talk about because, like you said, I, I don't really get a huge amount of of information there. Yeah, but. What I get the feeling is, is it's a survival Fallout game, very similar to other Fallout games where you're wandering around, there's other monsters Aren't and stuff Aren't they all like survival, that. basically? Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks quite pretty from what they showed, uh, but there will be sort of servers where you will have multiple other players on there. But they mentioned the word griefing about 10 or 15 Did times. Uh, not during the presentation, but during... Uh, post um sort of right. conference interviews that they yes. gave with IGN okay. and people like that. Um and they were very keen to to sort of say, look, we're working on the ways to stop there being griefing. You know, there, there's not going to be... I don't it, like the sound of that before it, the game's even The released. fact that they're even having to mention it makes me yeah. worry because they know that if there's an online game where people are, are working together and things and there's an opportunity for PvP, that there will be people who will come in and try and, like, just... Yes. Their entertainment is making other people's lives difficult. Um, <sighs> now, my issue is if you're building things and you're creating a, a little town, which it sounds like you could do... Um, co-op or co-op like you can do it as like okay. team. Um, what worries me is that will will you lose any progression or any of that building if people come in and start <sighs> really you? Suck. it really would but I, I don't think they're going to in which case is the, it going to be zoned maybe a bit like the division so like you know when you're in a pvp zone or something maybe i don't really know but it did sound like you know um 
there was there was this talk of nuke codes so people can get nuke codes and i'm just like how does that work oh yeah yeah but there'll be incentives not to use them it's like no if people get nuke they codes will they will use, use them. them um so it's it's quite Ugh, that is worrying as well because also bethesda has especially with the fallout games has kind of a history of them being full of bugs and loopholes yeah. and crap like that and if it's an online situation that could lead to some bad stuff yeah i'm, I'm a little bit concerned around the pvp stuff and like the idea of a co-op sort of game like that like is good so are you saying like so we could the four of us mm-hmm. we log on to fallout 76 we have a town and we build it yeah, together yeah. like defenses a bit like yeah, a tower yeah. defense type and of then thing. we go out we and do then quests we go out and, and stuff okay, like see, that, that yeah. sounds good no that sounds lovely yeah, it really yeah, does yeah. that does um, sound good whether it will work like yeah, that. Yeah, because you'll come know. back to your base and your base will just be flattened. Maybe. I, I, <laughs> There'll just be nothing there. But the other side of that is if it's got this PvP and they're so concerned about griefing, which it sounds like they are because they've yeah. talked about it, um, that if they limit it so much that, that you know, you, oh, your base can't be damaged or you don't lose any progression, well, there's yeah. no, nothing other than minor inconvenience from people killing you. Yeah. So what's the point in it? Yeah, true. So it, 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 I don't know how they're going to balance that. And I, you, what you you don't want it to be persistent as well, right? So you have to keep playing. You don't you don't have to go back in every day to just make sure your world is still. Well, there. they they talked about this. They said as soon as you log out, your town becomes invisible, so you, you, okay. they can't be intact while while you do that. And then when okay. you come back in, it, it just magically reappears. But then I'm just thinking, well, how does that work? What if someone's already built there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it's it's quite. I don't know how it's going to work. Um, I've, there's a few positives. So they they've got rid of vats because they had to because yes. how would vats work yeah, in yeah, pvp yeah. but yeah. um that would suck and it looked pretty it really did are there any games like that on there now because that, the whole concept seems a bit weird to me there to are there are a few games that do but it's difficult to know whether bethesda are following that same route but arc um survival evolved does that except oh, your like your buildings stay there so people can just come in and burn them down while you're not in there huh. um I think there was another one as well, but but there are other games. Okay, that do so that, it's not but, the first of its kind, but they are almost exclusively for griefing. So oh, see, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting, but yeah, I'm I mean, not sure. Um, yeah, they did say you know you can play it single player, but that's not you know you can, that's not what it's for. Well, the interesting thing that I picked up on, and I don't know if they meant it to sound like this, but they said, oh, you know, you can play it solo and, and you can still have a story. And I'm just like, a story uh, or the story? Yeah. That makes it sound like there isn't a story. I imagine that in this kind of thing, you're creating your own stories, right? Which, again, sends me down a sort of worrying thing is, is it going to be fetch quests and things? You, you know, like, yeah. like with Elder Scrolls yeah. Online, is it yeah. going to be that you actually don't get much of a fulfillment because the quests don't actually mean anything? So Interesting. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Uh, it could be great it could be terrible it could be somewhere in between so two more games yep uh, came out in bethesda a new uh wolfenstein wolfenstein youngblood yeah i have no interest um i, I think it will be good like all the other ones yeah i've kind of just i'm not bothered about first person shooters anymore though I, i'm the same as you yeah yeah apart from doom which for me is almost it's not a first person shooter it's a rhythm game isn't it it's like it's not really they need to do they need to do something truly innovative for yeah. me to be interested in a first person shooter because i played a little bit uh i got one of the wolfstein ones on pc mm. with uh new order or something yeah they're really really enjoyable yeah but, but it was too hard as well like yeah. i found it really hard and generally like i was like yeah this is just doom but not as good yeah <laughs> i mean if we want to talk about wolves like matt matt holland absolutely adores them yeah i i, I really enjoyed them but like again i've got no desire once they're finished to go back to them or anything it's it's just it's an entertainment thing it, it's fun to shoot a nazi yeah yeah um, we're, we're all fans of shooting nazis yeah. um yeah it, I just i 
a bit more innovation and be we'll, nice in we'll these games. We'll quiz Scruff about that when he's back. Yeah, on yeah, board. absolutely. And the last game that we're going to talk about for Bethesda was Rage Two. Now, this was one they did actually show quite a lot yes. of because this yeah. was actually teased before the before E3. I was never really that into Rage the first one. It seemed to me like it was more of a tech demo for some of the new Nvidia graphic stuff at the time but rage 2 looks pretty cool it looks like it looks a bit borderlandsy doesn't it, it it does it's taken a bit of stuff from borderlands but what it hasn't taken is the the joy that borderlands brought yeah. so uh um just to divert like they meant did not mention borderlands 3 at all in the entire conference i'm right. a bit sad about that but um i had a problem with rage because i find that the color palette was so dull it was like grays beige well they really constantly. changed that for rage 2. they have put a yeah. lot of color in I wonder whether the 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 bringing back of the Rage franchise that no one actually asked for was yes. due to the success of the last Mad Max film. Um, yeah, it could be because it's got a massive yeah, Mad Max vibe. It, it does, but I just hope they bring a bit of lightheartedness to it because that's how Borderlands made it a little bit more entertaining. Yes, um, yeah. But I, I still, again, I don't think they, they'll necessarily have done enough to separate it from any of the other shooters that are around. So. No, I'm not that excited about it. So Bethesda all in all, what do we reckon? Decent? Decent. Decent. Um, They could have done more with with Elder Scrolls. Um, There was one other game they mentioned, which was that uh, (laughs) there's a mobile game of Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Blades. I had it down in my my other Um, list here. I said, a question mark, proper RPG on mobile. Yeah, it it looks really, really good. It looks like a Skyrim on mobile, but at the same point, I'm not sure how deep it's going to be into the yes. microtransactions. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, the, I, I was just wondering how deep it will be in general, but microtransactions I, yeah, is a good point. It's, I, I think it's free to play, so I worry about the, the cost model of that. But I'll, I'll probably Ooh. give it a go if it's free to play and, and just to see how it is. It looked quite entertaining. It looked lovely. The graphics were very good. So um, yeah. we'll see how it goes. I'm always up for a game that's going to get me, grip me on mobile because I'm often looking for something to play that's more than you know, just a throwaway game. Mm-hmm. But also just the method of control and everything means, can it work? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, we have missed one as well. Another which, one? Yeah, there was one game that they they did a trailer for that I thought was a joke and turned out it wasn't. What was that? So there's this on-running joke on Reddit about the number of things that they will release Skyrim on. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, uh, You're talking about Skyrim Alexa. Yeah, so there was a lovely little trailer where, where you know, they, they sort of joked about you using Alexa and you you sort of, it's like, a, it's almost like Zork, you know, yeah. this sort of text adventure. And and you and me talked about it and you went, is this a real thing? I said, yeah. no, no, it comes out of a meme. It's a joke. It and actually stuff. sounds brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> they actually made it and released it. What? Yeah, no, no, it actually exists. No so, way. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And, um, so so apparently you can download it and you can oh, just play that's it. Awesome. I don't know how long it is yeah. or anything, but yeah, they, they, they sort of did a bait and switch because they made out like oh, it was a that's joke. Very cool. And then people were searching for it and found it. So yeah, it's... Oh, um, I'm definitely going to give that a go. Yeah. So all in all, I think Bethesda did a pretty good job. It's a shame that a lot of those games are a long way out. Yeah, I'm, I'm pressing for um, it to be completely illegal for uh, companies to announce games at E3 that are not that are longer than like 18 months yeah. away like apparently it, stop it there may be some more stuff at QuakeCon for some of those okay. uh, some of those uh, id id different yeah, Bethesda games yeah, yeah. so there you go so that's Bethesda we will have a little break and then we'll be back with Microsoft 
So on to Microsoft, the Xbox convention. We were <laughs> we were giving them some grief before they'd even walked out on stage, these guys, and saying it was going to be rubbish. Yeah, we, we can't really deny that because it's all on the last podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we said they were going to announce nothing. They had nothing. They were falling behind. Yeah. Um, we owe them a massive apology. It was pretty good. Yeah, the, I, we said they were going to have nothing. They had more than everyone else combined. Well, so they had a lot of games. 50. But they only had they had eleven exclusives. Right? Uh, eighteen, I think. I checked my console notes. exclusives. 18, oh, okay. 18 Xbox exclusives. Okay. Whether, I don't know whether they're timed exclusives or, or just yes, exclusive exclusives. They but. they were lucky because they got some big games to release just because or to announce because they were the first convention. Right? Yeah. So Fallout seventy six that was the first that they got Bethesda in. Um, I, I can't remember who else they got in. Um, well, they got in CD Projekt Red, obviously. Oh, of course yeah. they did for, for yeah. Cyberpunk, so uh, which we'll probably talk about later. So I won't. It's on the list, but let's ignore it for yeah, now because yeah. we'll talk about it at the end. Um, there were uh, three new Gears of War games, I think, which yes. is great for Gears of War fans. I'm not bothered to be honest. No, me neither. Uh, except there was one that looked cool. Gears of War. Let me see if I can remember the name. I've got lots of tactics. Notes here. Tactics. Yeah, Gears yeah. of War tactics. No, I thought it looked nice. Turn-based sort of. It's um, XCOM, but with Gears of War. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm up for that. Turn-based combat is is. My totally, thing. I thought that's like four of us if we were playing it. Sadly, it's going to be on PC and Xbox only. So that I could do PC. Really so it's fine. Oh, that's true. We could have a crack at that on yeah, PC. Yeah. Um, that is one nice thing now about the Xbox thing. If you don't have an Xbox but you do have a PC, these are all the same games. Yeah, absolutely. It's just whether your PC will run it or not. Yes, that's true. So I think Gears Tactics could be pretty cool. One that I was actually... I'm not very excited about it because I knew it was going to happen anyway, but it is Forza Horizon 4. I have played the last two Forza Horizons and I very much enjoy it. Okay. And mainly because it's one of those games that I... It's a, it's my listening to podcast game. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just put the podcast on and I'll just drive around the countryside yeah. and it's quite a nice mindless thing. And it looks absolutely beautiful, this okay. version of the game, based in the UK. So they have... Uh, I think it's the Peak District and Lake District and apparently oh, there's right, an okay. Edinburgh section oh, as well, lovely. which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, it looks really, 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 really good. Okay. I have no interest in it and I've written one word next to my notes, Go which on. is dull. So, dull. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, if you don't like driving games, then it's not going to... No, uh, indeed, and I don't. It's so. not going to work. But it's uh, they, they really perfected that kind of open world thing with Forza Horizon yeah. already and you wonder what they can do each time but they, they have incrementally just improved things and made it a little bit more satisfying and the thing I like about it is that unlike Forza itself or GT or any of those games you're not really bound to this really really grindy progression system okay. that those games require of yeah. you you can literally jump in you get given good cars from the very start and you just drive around Okay. And that's it. Uh, and it has one mechanic which I really like because if you, there are millions of races and other events that you have to go to a location for and trigger. Yeah. And you seamlessly move between these events, which is quite nice. But if you're just driving around, there are skill trains that build up. If you remember Burnout, Burnout yeah, yeah, had yeah. this. So you can just be like not in a race or not in a mission or anything. And you're just driving around the roads and you do a really good overtake on a motorway. Uh-huh. And it'll go bit a bit and you'll build up a skill train okay. and then you'll do a little jump and it'll be like and then you'll build up and so it actually becomes like a mini game that you task right, yourself okay. with like how fast can I go in the wrong way down this motorway or how many jumps can I do before uh, cool. it and that's quite nice okay. and all of that ties to your progression so if you do have like a really good like off-road race and you trash a load of fences and you get loads of points for doing that uh, and then you you manage to finish that without crashing 
you'll get a bunch of XP in that level. Oh, that's cool. So there's little things like that that I really like in it. So I would definitely be getting that on PC. Nice. Uh, and just driving around while I'm listening to my pods. Oh, cool. Uh, so what else have you got for Microsoft? Uh, there was quite a lot. So uh, one of their exclusives was uh, the second Ori in the Blind Forest, which I enjoyed the yes, first one. Will of the Wisps. Yeah, but I, I, again, it's it's going to be an exclusive. I'm not going to buy an Xbox just to play that. Um, that, but... that might be on PC, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I, I might, I might play it. it, yeah. it the first one was lovely. Um, right, I've, I've got one written here. It yeah. says, it says, ugly samurai Dark Souls. So the guys who did Dark Souls, yes. I think, is it from software? From software. It's called Sekiro Shadows Died Twice. And I saw it. I did not know it was from the Dark Souls, and I literally wrote down ugly samurai Dark Souls. It, it does not look pretty. It does look very ugly. And. The gameplay looks exactly like Dark Souls. It's not for me. Um, there will be a certain element of the community who love that. Well, uh, there was no other like Dark Souls type game. Was no, there? no, not at all. Not from uh, from from. Yeah, and and that didn't interest me at all. Um, one one thing associated to that though, because we'll come on to Ghost of Tsushima later, but will samurai or like Japanese like uh, kind of period stuff is that the big thing? Because there's quite a few games that look like they're doing I, I don't believe it's the big thing the big thing and this really really knocked me as <laughs> I went through the E3 conference was uh, post-apocalyptic shooters oh, still it, it really is like I'm going to give you a list of games um, yeah that I noted. So Fallout 76 is obviously yeah. one. Metro Exodus, which yeah. looked like a poor man's Fallout. Um, Gears of War, obviously. Yeah. Last of Us 2. Yeah. Rage 2. Division yeah. 2. Dying Light 2. Yeah. Days Gone. Yeah. It's just like, honestly, <laughs> all of these games... like We've had enough, haven't we? Well, well, the worst thing about post-apocalyptic is it's all the same. It's all like dilapidated buildings. It's all yeah. grey and browns and like, you know, just, just unpleasant environments. Um, even some of those I'm looking forward to playing, I'm just like, oh, come on, just just pick a different theme. So I'm quite nice that there's a couple of samurai games because I'm at least like, yeah. well, bearing in mind, we will talk about it later, but Ghost of Tsushima yeah. looks amazing. Yes. So like beautiful yeah. and like just, just that whole, it's so nice to see something in a different environment. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody post a... Uh, like a an image series on uh, on Twitter, and it was it was showing like all the different uh, game manufacturers, mm. and it's like Bethesda, and it's all brown and grey, and and uh, and uh, Ubisoft's all brown and grey, and everybody it goes to all of them. And at the bottom, it just had Nintendo, the, yeah, like a picture all, of Splatoon, yeah, <laughs> neon pink, yeah, and that's what Nintendo does so well because yeah, they yeah. want it's colourful and exciting and fun, and we do need to get away from this yeah. post-apocalyptic nonsense. It, it just doesn't need to be done it's like you can do those games in a different environment it's like it's lazy games manufacturing it really really is and most of those games don't look that exciting and if they did it in a separate universe or a different thing it would potentially grab you in yeah i think they're using a lot of assets i agree yeah Yeah. Uh, so (laughs) uh, a game that does look bright and interesting and fun but it's still gonna be shit crackdown three oh god like how long have we been hearing about this bloody game oh what Six, seven years? Look. Fifteen years? Crackdown was great when it first came out many, many years ago, and it was a bit of fun, but come on. Come on now. We've had enough. So I've never played a Crackdown game. Yeah. But I I hear people talk about it, you know, it's that running joke, oh, do you think we'll get Crackdown 3 and stuff like that? Yeah. The trailer came on, and it looked like the worst game I've ever seen. Yeah, it didn't look great. It, it looked like, because they announced it so long ago, that they made the game that long ago and only just releasing it. Well, they did. They they've put, they put so much effort onto this um, peer-to-peer uh, destruction yeah. engine, right? That would use power from servers elsewhere or other people's Xboxes, whatever, yeah. to, to do this incredible 
city destruction. And it looked fucking awesome. Like, if it were, it'd be great. But clearly that hasn't worked because it doesn't. Really, it wasn't really included in the trailer. No. So now you're back to basically just a bog-standard sequel to, to Crackdown 2. But it's a game that looks like it should have come out six exactly. years ago. And yeah. it, it looked awful. Yeah. So I, I think probably the worst game I saw at the conference by a mile. They really needed to hit... Like, there was a sweet spot for timing for Crackdown because Crackdown 1 had a really strong cult following. Okay. Crackdown 2 was more of the same. And it was really because it was co-op. Right? Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. just jump in, jump out with your mates. And a lot of the fun that we had with it was not fighting at all. It was just jumping around the world collecting these orbs. Okay. And so it was really like a Pokemon type of thing, yeah, basically. Yeah. You would just like run around. Uh, and it had a very satisfying mechanic in that as you collected these orbs, depending on their colour, it would increase your character's ability. Mm-hmm. So, like, green was speed and blue was power or whatever. And so as you collected them, you got more powerful. And by the end, you're leaping over skyscrapers and stuff with your hugely powerful guy. And it was really cool. It was like a, like a superhero simulator, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It was very cool. Uh, but it was of, of a very specific time. And when they announced the Crackdown 3 trailer, you were like, shit, I've just been playing Crackdown 2. If I could have Crackdown 3 with all this building instruction, that'd be amazing. Yeah. And then nothing for five years. Yeah. And so now that time is very much gone. Yeah, 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 I so I, I don't know I don't know what they're going to do, but that game is going to be a fucking it, failure. It, it looks like a disaster already. It yeah. looked like it. they designed it as a vehicle for Terry Crews as well. And I know. It, it just felt like it, they were just trying to get on the... Because everyone loves Terry Crews. And yeah. they go, oh, well, let's include Terry Crews. And it's like, you've lost all my goodwill because that game looks absolutely awful. Yeah. So. It's not going to be good. Uh, what else do we have on Microsoft? Uh, well, there was obviously the Halo game, uh, yeah, whatever not, it was not called. Infin- um, Infinite. Well, it had dinosaurs in the trailer, which instantly makes me more interested. I just and don't care about Halo, you know? I gen- I genuinely don't either. But I what- don't get it. And you know people talk about like Halo, and they get all excited about the graphics. Stuff. It's always looked shit, yeah, yeah. as far as I've... I've been concerned. Well, it like, looks like a futuristic post-apocalyptic shooter. So uh, I don't know. There's something about it, and there's something about the enemies as well. Those little little like crab fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what is this? Like, what I, I don't enjoy this game. It, but um, it, it's got if it's got dinosaurs in it, it might be more like Turok, which I'd like. So um, yeah. that's a game that should I mean, be remade. So, um, but yeah, I did so find out that, that Bungie don't make Halo games anymore. Oh, okay. So, so at least it's not going to go down the Destiny Two route. Maybe. So, yeah. um, well, that's that's their thing now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think they abandoned it, and as soon as uh, they got the whiff of cash. So. Yes. Uh, what else do we have? Metro, a new Metro oh, game. God. Like I just talked about, I looked at the trailer, and it's like I, I was so bored because it doesn't offer anything new. It's yeah. all it is is a post-apocalyptic shooter. It's. Get get a different idea, gents, honestly. Yeah, quite. But what was big news from Microsoft was that they announced the purchase of five studios. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I mean, most of them are studios they've already been working on. Uh, like, one of them, I think, was the guys that make Forza, for example. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. brought them in. But the big one was Ninja Theory. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who are the guys that made Hellblade Send You a Sacrifice, which, which I, was a PS4 exclusive. Indeed. So it seems like they've got a lot of exclusives by just buying other yeah. companies, which I, yeah. I I don't have a problem with them doing. That's business. Like, yeah. fine. Um, to be honest, I think a lot of those studios I kind of thought they already owned. Yeah, and, and it might even be that those studios were more than willing to move because perhaps Sony aren't as easy to work with. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, so possibly. I don't know the, the background. So... But yeah, like I, w- I was surprised that that Ninja Theory went because, like you said, that Sinua's sacrifice was quite a big PS4 exclu- exclusive. Yeah, and um, yeah. So, uh, and I'm guessing, would they be allowed to do that on Xbox now? Now that they bought the quite thing? possibly, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it's difficult to know what what like contracts they signed and stuff. So I think the thing that made Microsoft Conference good was really there was like a critical mass, all of these games built up, didn't they? So after a while, you're like, shit, that's a lot of games. It it was, but also I will say this for for Microsoft, they put on a very professional looking show. Yeah, yeah. They they got a lot of the, there there are some who weren't as professional and we will talk about those in a bit. But uh, yeah, certainly they, you know, it was spotless in terms of the, the, and seamless in terms of the way they went through the games, the way that they announced it, the the size of the stage, all that sort of stuff. So fair play to them. They they did a good job of looking very like a very very good company who are very healthy. So yeah, they pulled it out of the bag. They certainly did. The boys from Microsoft. So uh, then uh, their big uh, their big uh, competitors then PlayStation. Uh, yeah. So. There was some good stuff in PlayStation. There was, but it felt a little underwhelming compared to the Microsoft one. I think the thing with the PlayStation one was that there were, like, there's there's four titles here that I think are really big. Like, you know, like them or not, there's four titles here that are really, really big. Yeah. So Last of Us 2, we won't talk about it because we already talked yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. but what I would say just about that quickly was they did include a gameplay trailer. Mm. It did look amazing yep. if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, too much stealth, too scary. Yeah, maybe not what I'm after. Uh, I would say about it is that it looks like if you loved the first one, you will love this one. Yes, it looks like it's going to have a great story, and it looks like it's going to have the same gameplay. So it's not for well, me. Well, I don't know actually because there was no sign of the clickers, which was the most annoying thing in yeah. uh, the previous one. But the reliance on stealth, yes. What did look really cool is uh, is the way in which. Ellie was able to interact with her environment very seamlessly. Yeah. If they bring that in the game, like she kills a guy and there's a there's an arrow on the floor and as she runs past, she seamlessly picks up the arrow and pops it. Like stuff like that is pretty cool if you're able to like really interact very quickly Maybe. with stuff. But it looks quite intense. Yeah, you know? I, I, I don't think it's for me, but I think it will be for the people who enjoyed it. Yeah, so. and I think it will be a technical success. Uh-huh. It looks like an amazing technical feat. So that was good. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. So... We got to see Norman Reedus yeah. walking a lot. He, he was, like, there were a lot of jokes saying that he was a postman from the future or a post-apocalyptic postman. It was weird. There were just all these jump cuts, but every jump cut was to him walking in a different location. Or pulling a sleigh full of stuff. Yeah, here's him walking with, with one box on his back. Here, here's him walking with... Here's him walking with like what looks like a body strapped onto his back. Yeah. He's I, him walking with 20 parcels on his back. I still have no idea what that game is, but I worry that it's just a stealth adventure game. And like the mocap didn't look very good, like the way he was moving. No. It, it all just looked a bit shit. Yeah, I, I I don't think they should have released anything about it till the game's out. I think I think it was interesting when you knew very little about it. The more yeah. you know about it, the less interesting it gets. The cutscene bits looked good. Yeah. You know, like the cutscene bits looked good and interesting. And uh, there's obviously... Like the story behind it is quite cool, I guess. Like you don't know what's going on, but yeah. there's these weird invisible monsters. It looks pretty good. But is there a game there? I, that's my question. Yeah, exactly. So... If all you're doing is walking between locations, and Jesus, it would have. Been, they they didn't really show any combat of any kind. No, they didn't really show any story like no. elements. Really, they had one very brief yeah. like uh, cutscene, but. I just don't know. I, I don't know either. I don't think we're going to be able to judge it till it's out. And, and and also, although, you know, although I shouldn't say this because, you know, video game people are supposed to love fucking Metal Gear. I don't really like Metal Gear. I liked the I don't first one and a bit of the second one. That's it. I just don't. I, it's because I don't like stealth games, you know. Yeah, I, think I, that's I get it. that. And I, I like Hitman, but Hitman for me is not 
that traditional stealth game. No, no, not at all. You know, you're hiding in plain sight in the, uh-huh. in Hitman. That makes a big difference to me. So yeah, so Death Stranding, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not interested currently, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, two more big ones, right? And we can talk about these in detail now or later if you want. Okay. Uh, Spider Man. Let's talk about it now. Go on, let's get it out. Spider Man. This looks amazing. It- the real surprise of that. So I talked about the fact that that uh, Crackdown Three, like you know, yeah. looked like the worst game of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was surprised by the feelings I got when I was watching the Spider-Man one. Oh, I was excited. It your your spidey senses so- started tingling. And I'm not a big Spider-Man fan. Like I don't find that character that interesting. And I know that Matt Holland, if he was here, would be giving me a slap and yeah. just saying, what, "What's your problem, <laughs> man? Uh, Batman's better." But yeah. uh, I. That game just looks brilliant. Yeah. It, it looks fantastic. It looks fun. They showed real gameplay, yeah. like real actual gameplay, which is a great start. And the worry I had when I watched it is, is that all it's going to be? Because it looked a bit like Infamous. Infamous had, yeah. um, you know, you could jump around, you do, and that's really fun for like 10 minutes, but then yeah. it gets boring really quickly. But from what I've seen since, there's a lot of variation in that gameplay. Yes. And so I'm actually very, very excited for well, that game. Well, the combat game. looks great. Like, the, the different combination of moves, the way you could take down the baddies in all kinds of different ways, and then in, the like seamlessly seamless. move between yeah. the, the web swinging and the combat. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's the key word there, seamless. It, yeah. it just like the jumps between that, the, the swinging, then into the combat, then the fact that you can interact the combat with the environment. Yeah. It just, it just looked fantastic. I and mean, if you look at games like Mirror's Edge and Dying Light, where they're trying to do like parkour integrated with combat it looks like spider-man's nailed it yeah like I, it looks like they've totally nailed it i, I was surprised by that game completely because it wasn't really on my radar very much before a3 and now it is the one of the games that i i i'm hoping for the most yeah i mean to be perfectly honest i didn't even know there was going to be a new spider-man no. game and then when we heard about when we saw this was uh we saw this because first we saw a cgi trailer right yeah it looked okay, and it looked like maybe some of it was gameplay. Maybe. But it wasn't really clear. Yeah, yeah. But then, I think it was a separate part of the conference, wasn't it? And yeah. they showed actual gameplay with, like, the full HUD, so you yeah, knew it was a real yeah. game. Like, it looked like it was straight off a console, pretty much. And it looked fucking brilliant. Yeah, it looked so much fun. I'm really, really I am well excited it. for that now. Yeah, so too. that will be one I'll definitely get. I don't know if there's going to be a multiplayer element I doubt to it. it. I, I don't Probably think it, not. How, I don't know how that would work, so... yeah. But I'm fine with it. It just looks wonderful. Yeah, I think that game really might have nailed the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. And we might have a really good superhero game that isn't a Batman game. Yes, indeed. So, this game, this next game, I knew nothing about. I didn't even know it existed mm-hmm. until I saw the trailer. And then I saw the trailer and it became now my most hyped game from E3. Okay, I'm going to guess that this is the game that I knew a little bit about. I was thoroughly underwhelmed by and then it became one of the games that I desperately wanted to play the most. Like, much like Spider-Man, except with Spider-Man, I didn't even know it existed. So. This is Sucker Punch Studios' Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This has to be, apart from maybe Cyberpunk, this has to be the number one trailer. Well, number, it wasn't even trailer. It was fucking gameplay. gameplay footage. The, the number one piece of gameplay footage for me, three, for me. It, it looks... So, so good, this game. My word. So you open up uh, and you just see the back of this uh, samurai guy. Uh, it's a clearly a third-person yeah. game. The way uh, that you see some of the credits come up on the screen makes you think, okay, this is maybe uh, it's maybe like a level or a section of a level or something. Uh, and 
a guy just walks up a hill, there's a few NPCs and stuff, and then he crests over the hill and you see this amazing vista of the uh, Japanese countryside set uh, during the Mongol invasion. And it's like, okay, I'm going to be a samurai guy fighting off these Mongols as they're invading my country. And then he rides his horse through the field, looks fucking absolutely amazing. That field part, it it reminds me of, you know the bit where um, in Gladiator and he's in the field of wheat? It reminded me of that because the wind's going through it. It just looks stunning. Some of the best effects I've seen on any game. Like, absolutely amazing. And, uh, And the one thing that was another big theme for me from e3 was weather effects yes there was loads of this stuff so obviously there's some tech out there Uh that these game devs are using but oh my god the sky had that brilliant mixture it was obviously like there was a weather front coming in so it was dark on one side light on another you had like little rain effects and wind fucking hell Uh, the the bit that really got me is is there's a bit where he's having a battle in the forest and the leaves are falling down and blowing around and it just looks it looks like it's out of uh, crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah yeah um it's very rare that a game's just you know their their um sort of graphics and the whole presentation draws me in without me knowing yeah. exactly how the gameplay works and this has done it like it is so beautiful that even if the gameplay turns out to be a bit rubbish i'll probably end up buying it well that's where sucker punch i think did an absolutely beautiful job with this gameplay reveal because once you had that opening scene you were like fuck this looks amazing it then it then seamlessly moves through into a section of gameplay yeah yeah, yeah. and you're like fuck this sword play looks cool too yeah, yeah. he faces up against three mongol enemies mm. one of them charges at him and obviously he's got like a, an initial move where he where he brings his katana out of the out of his uh, out of his scabbard and just nails the guy with a single yeah. shot um, oh my word it looks so satisfying yeah i i heard them talk about the combat because originally they said they made it so it was like uh you know uh historically accurate right. where it'd be like one hit would kill you yes and yeah, they realized yeah. that actually they needed to put a bit of fun into it because yeah. that would not have been that would have been dark souls level of, yeah, of yes fun. and but it looks like there's enough in there to make yeah. it interesting the combat system you could see he was changing pose depending on yeah, the enemy that yeah, he was yeah. facing uh, and he was able to counter and strike Indeed. like it, it looks good really the only good. My only thing, and this is this is not a criticism of the game because it's probably what they have to do, but if you go back and watch that gameplay again, watch all the enemies. So, like, he's having a battle with two of them and one of them will wait till he's finished oh, yeah. with the other one. Yeah, it's and then there's three down the road who've just been watching it and they only run up. It's like, no, all of those five people yeah. are just going to launch on this guy. It's classic point, Bruce Lee movie yeah, yeah. baddies. But <laughs> they just o- wait for their turn. I'm okay with that because all five of those coming at you at once would not have yes. been fun. So I, I get why they've done it, but it did just pull me out of the moment a little bit where yeah. I'm going, hang on, why is that guy just watching you battle? Yes. Like, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll wait till you've killed my friend before Enemy I AI is all it's going to be like yeah. that. I but mean, it looks stunning, absolutely and, stunning. And so, uh, there's a small section after that with a little bit of stealth, but doesn't look too bad. The guy's like just creeping in a building, and then he drops down and does some stealth kills. Uh-huh. And it had a chain stealth kill thing, which I really love, like yeah. a bit dishonored style. So uh-huh. that was very cool. And then the scene culminates with him having a one-on-one battle in one of the most amazing settings. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's a, there's a uh, maple tree with the leaves falling off, the sun setting behind, the leaves blowing, and then the enemies come in you can hear them in the distance and they start firing fire arrows and so the fire is building i mean the amount of stuff going on in that scene i assume that's running on some incredibly high-end system you would imagine yeah but wow it looked it looked phenomenal and i'm really really looking forward to it yeah so for me that came out of absolutely nowhere blew me away so that was enough like at at the playstation conference i was like fuck those four games alone like 
pretty impressive, right? Pretty impressive to have on the roster, plus a bunch of other stuff okay. as well. Uh, there was a Resi 2 remake. Interesting for care. Resi people. Yeah, I don't, yeah. really care. I, I don't care. I've played Resident Evil 2. It, it was okay. What about this? Uh, what was he called? Trover's uh, Trover Saves Universe? Did you see this one? I did, yeah. That it, looks interesting. It's by the guys that did Rick and Morty. So yeah. I think that seems quite cool. I, again, it, it, it was just something that passed me by. I, I didn't really feel feel anything from it but um cool little idea if they do if they do a little indie game that's funny i'll be up for that yeah fair enough yeah. Yeah, yeah what else from sony uh that was it i mean yeah in terms of the things that got me excited were um were ghost of tsushima and uh spider-man like i couldn't get past those two yeah. games like it in fact most of the ones after the sony conference uh, <laughs> like paled in comparison so they may have got a little bit of a, a pasting to do with that but so i think sony nailed it for us really especially with those two games they did although like i said in terms of quantity they were probably lacking a little yes. bit and maybe in terms of the presentation style like it wasn't quite as, as sure. professional as the quality of games in terms of it like those two games alone Oof. like outpaced everything from from xbox exciting so, time yeah, yeah. uh so while we're while we're loving on those two we'll take a little break and then we'll be back with uh, a little bit of ubi action ubisoft matt ubisoft was a bit of a shambles <laughs> it was wasn't it yeah yeah um so they they seem like a nice bunch of lads ubisoft but it's also just a bit of a, a bit of a mess it was a bit of a shambles. I mean, in terms of it, there, there were some quite nice things, like uh, they did the Beyond Good and Evil 2, yeah. um, and they kept having a live microphone, like there was a yeah. whole microphone. And when they came off, they were like, yes, yes we nailed it, we nailed it. <laughs> but then there was a little awkward bit about 20 minutes later where some guy got his lines wrong and stuff like that, and they came off and you could hear one of the runners just saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he was oh, like, they no. do this to me every year, it's so unfair. And it, that was a bit less sweet. So, um, But th those mics were hot for the entirety yeah. of, of that thing. No one at any point realised that, that... Run the soundboard! Yeah, yeah, indeed. Unbelievable. So. Yeah, so <laughs> that was pretty funny. But Okay, so we'll start with Beyond, Beyond and Evil 2. Again, more CGI trailer. Give us the gameplay. Yeah, I, we had that gameplay reveal, like the developer reveal, yeah. like two years ago. It looked great. But again, I don't think that's even in the game, that developer reveal. That's just a, a sort of in-progress sort of thing. Like, yeah. I've got no idea how that game works because they've already said it's not going to be the same as the first one. And sure. In theory, you know, if you can fly off planet, like, you know, uh, very much like... Um, no Man's Sky. No Man's yeah. Sky. Um, that'll be great. But I need to know what I'm investing yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think after the, the CGI trailer, which everybody was very excited about, then you had that, that reveal of the, of the engine. Show us the game. Because yeah. that, that, to me, that seemed like a progression. Indeed. Whereas now we just get another CGI trailer. Nobody knows what it is. And yeah. I'm not that bothered, you know? I, I, it, it felt like they were selling us nothing. It felt like yeah. snake oil at times. And there were a few games that felt like that, where, where it's just like, show us your game or don't present yeah, it at point. all. So... Um, yeah, disappointing I was I was for that because I thought, because we'd already seen that trailer as well, they didn't add anything new into it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the, the new Assassin's Creed game, first of all, too soon for a new Assassin's Creed yeah, game. Yeah, like this is a year Hold on from the other one. I mean, Jesus Christ, give us a minute. Yeah. It, I just spent 50 quid on the last one and mm -hmm. it was good. It was the best one for a long time. Yes. Fair play. But we don't need another one next year. It looked remarkably similar. It looked fucking well similar. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really looked a lot, very much like Origins. I think 
I mean, yes, Origins was Egypt, ancient Egypt. This is ancient Greece. I think, again, that's it. Flips yeah, yeah, quite yeah, a lot yeah. there. Um, and they're making use of it while they're hot. You know, let's yeah, use those assets yeah. while we spent so long making them. And they did look beautiful, those assets, to be fair. But, you know, I really get the feeling that they're like, shit, we can reuse a lot of that stuff. Yeah. They, they made a big deal about the fact that you could play as a woman. Yeah. That shouldn't be something you make a big deal out. That no, should it should be just standard. be a choice, right? Um, yeah, it should just be a standard. Also, thing. they had this bit where they were fighting on a beach and everyone's going, oh, look how great this combat was. Because it was supposed to be like Spartans versus, like, yeah, you know, okay. the Greeks. And um, they're, they're just fighting on the beach. But to me, the way that they'd done the battle, it was so sparsely populated that they all looked like they were having a beach party. <laughs> it, it did not look like a battle. <laughs> and again, it was doing that thing where it's like one person would attack you while the others waited their turn. <laughs> and yeah, it, it just yeah, felt yeah. like everyone was queuing up at the bar at a beach party. So uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't too impressed with it. In terms of... I'm, I'm, I'm still coming around to do I want to play, um, you know, Origins. Yeah. And I'm already there going, well do I just wait till this one comes out? And then I'm just thinking, I have no interest in playing. Now that there's two, I'm yeah. just like, well, I might not even play either of them. Because No, I think, you know, I, I, I like I said before on the, on the pod, I really enjoyed Origins for the, for the, le- for the depth and completeness of the world that they yeah, created, yeah, yeah. but not for the combat and not for the story because it's still not great. Yeah, yeah. But for the world itself, lovely job, Ubisoft, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it just seems too soon. I, I put a lot of hours into that and I and I went straight through it as well because I didn't want to do all the side yeah, quests. Yeah. So I went straight through and it's still probably took me 25 hours, 30 hours mm. or something. I'm not ready for that again for another one to drop 60 quid on. So I think it's a bit soon. Give it If they give gave it two years between each Assassin's Creed, I think they'd get a lot more interest. Yeah, there's a happy medium between what they're doing and what Bethesda are doing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like, give us like two to three years like yeah, find a nice the last thing you want to do is, is buy this game play it for like nine ten months and then two months later the next one comes out that's very similar it's yeah. it's gonna bore you it's gonna kill off your fan base it's it it feels a bit like a cash move rather than yes. yeah so but it doesn't look like a bad game if you know if, if you haven't played origins yeah you might probably give it, it a go yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there are apparently choices to be made in that one, so that's quite good. Yeah. One extra thing. But again, is that going to affect the world? We don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't right. Know. Let's get a wriggle on through some of these games. Okay. Uh, one word for me on uh, Trials Rising. Okay. One word? Uh, don't care. I know okay, that's, that's two. two. You can have two. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I quite like the Trials games. I'll give it a go. Uh, Skull and Bones. Uh, the biggest disappointment for me of the entire conference. <sighs> I was excited for this because uh, obviously we couldn't get um, what was the other pirate game that came sea out? Of sea of Thieves. Although that turned out to be a yeah, bit of a indeed. white elephant. Yeah, uh, they did actually announce in the Microsoft conference there was going to be more content for it, and everyone <laughs> went, should have released it when it came yeah. out. Yeah. No one's interested now. So um, you mean some content? Yeah, 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 indeed. But this looked like the game that we wanted, where it was like you know you're all on pirate ships and you you do it, and I imagined you'd all be on the same pirate ship. You're not. You'd all each have your own pirate ship. But you can go huh. and uh, it looks like the um, the shit parts of, of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Okay. And yeah. quite, quite, I thought this might be quite good. And then I watched the gameplay footage and it was like you took down uh, a little merchant and you were like, oh, brilliant. We'll, we'll take that loot. Yeah. And then a big, um, big uh, like sort of Portuguese Navy ship came out and started shooting you and you had no chance of doing it. Right. And then you send out a signal and other players come in and help you. And I was like, this is brilliant. This will be yeah. really good. And then they went, and then the real kicker. So once you've looted this ship, all the other players who've helped you can fight you 
and oh, sink you and take God. your loot. It's basically the dark zone from the division on ship. Fuck that. Yes, indeed. So oh. I was really, really disappointed. Yeah, that's no good for me. Uh, because they they did the opposite of what um, Bethesda did, which Bethesda acknowledged griefing, talked about how, the, how they're trying to get rid of it in PvP. Yes. They were almost going, oh, look, look, and you can piss people off oh. by taking their loot. That they were. And I was just like, I have no interest in this now. Absolutely well, none, because it will just be grief a city. Well, it's a great segue, because the other big game from that was uh, Division 2. Yes. Are we going to be back in uh, in New York? Or is it Boston this time? I think it's Boston. Or Washington. It's, New York. it's Washington. Washington, it? D.C. Yeah. Um, I will probably buy it. I think we should give it a go. Mainly because, even though the first one wasn't perfect, I had a great time playing yeah. it with you guys. I'm less excited for it than I was two weeks ago. Yes. Having I mean, seen it. It looks exactly like The Division. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing new no. that I could tell. No, it doesn't new. even look nicer. <laughs> no, it really looks um, the same. Like, I, I think if they can improve the end game, make the raids more interesting, uh, make the raids more possible, yeah. <laughs> it would think be a great start. Andy mentioned that he, he hoped, he didn't care whether the gameplay was different. Yeah. What he wanted was better sort of quality of life within yes. the, the sort of usability, but also more story, more those, content and stuff. So. You remember us trying to do those raids? Yeah. Oh my impossible. God. Absolutely impossible. Hours and hours just putting bullets into place. Yeah. So boring. So yeah, hopefully they'll they'll um, tidy yeah. that up. So I'll, I'll undoubtedly buy it unless the reviews are all like ten out of hundred or something. But yes. um, but I'm I'm less interested just simply because of like I talked about this this post apocalyptic shooter needs to they needs need to, to mix do it one. up yeah or at least make it like give yourself something that's different yeah Division Two just needs to have a sense of humour. I mean, it really won't take much. If you could just, like, pick up a funny hat or wear a unicorn, you know, like, horn. Yeah, 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 indeed. That's all I fucking want. Like, it's not much to ask for. And that would just make it so much more fun, you I know? would be amazed if they don't have dances in it. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dance <I> mean, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Got excited there about dance yeah. uh, We made, you know, we made a lot of fun just out of all wearing the same coloured yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah. And bubble hats. So if they could fucking sort that out with some more interesting content, then fine. Uh, any, any more for Ubisoft? Uh, no, they they did like sideswipe me a little bit because I was I like like I said I've I'd not been sleeping well and and I'm, I'm there in the middle of the night watching this uh, Ubisoft conference yeah and I look up and I, I see Star Fox oh yeah I just yeah. I was so yeah. excited I thought there's a new what Star Fox game coming out I'm I'm so excited and then it turns out that he was an a character on the Switch version of something called Starlink <sighs> which looked like a poor man's. Uh, uh, no Man's Sky. Don't tease me, Ubisoft. Yeah. Um. So basically, just make another Star Fox game. Don't don't make <laughs> a crap version of No Man's Sky. Ooh, talking of Star which, Fox, uh, you know, uh, Ian Higton, streamer, yes, Platform Thirty Two. He's uh-huh. currently playing through Star Fox, and he's got properly addicted to it. He played for like oh, nine hours the other night. Really I love good. it. I I would happily Star Fox Adventures. Oh yeah, I love it. Uh, right. So that's enough for Ubisoft. Very 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 quickly. Mainly because there's shit all to say. Electronic Arts. Uh, yeah. They're, they're Rubbish. Yeah, like... We, Absolute we garbage. We talked about the fact that their main focus was Command and Conquer Rivals. Fucking rubbish. Uh, they've, they've bought it. So Battlefield Five, whatever. Yeah. And the only other one that maybe is interesting was Anthem. Yes, indeed. So, but my problem with Anthem is it kind of looks like it's EA's destiny. Yeah. So, uh, it's difficult to say now how it'll work or whether it will work. Let's put a pin in Anthem. Indeed. And we'll see what happens with it. So, finally, Nintendo. So, 
we had a lot of that post-apocalyptic bullshit. There's a lot of very serious games, all that stuff. And we're thinking, hey, Nintendo, yeah. show us some cool shit. Some fun, exciting shit. A po- post-apocalyptic shooter. <laughs> no, they, no, they didn't. But they didn't really show us much, did they? No, it was, it was almost all, nothing. It was all Smash Brothers, wasn't it? Oh, almost I entirely. I just don't really care about Smash I Brothers. I don't either. I don't understand the obsession with it. I just, I don't get it. Like, they made such a huge deal out of Smash Brothers and Reggie fucking loves it. But I just don't... I've never been a big fan of beat-em-ups generally. No, me neither. Or, or you know, um, is that what you call them? Beat-em-ups? Yeah. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat yeah. and, te- and yeah, yeah, yeah. Tekken and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Never really been a big fan of that. Uh, and so Smash Brothers just like... I'm not really bothered. No. Uh, and they also... Like Mario Tennis, which I think is coming out soon. It's already out. It looks all right. And the new Pokemon games. Yeah. So the Proper po- Pokemon games, supposedly. Yeah. Well, the Pokemon games are interesting because... It looks like a console version of, uh, I think it was it Sun or Moon or one of the original yes. ones. Um, and I've been dying to play a Pokemon game on on uh, uh, like home console for for years. I just wish it was a new, brand new one, really. Yeah, um, but correct, correct me if I'm wrong. But the thing about those original, like uh, you know, Sun and Moon, all those ones, mm. you had to battle to win your Pokemon. And yeah. in this, Ish. you don't. You just throw the ball. Well. Yeah. So you get this like it's like a little hardware. Are you sure it's thingy. just throwing the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you don't even battle them down to the point where you no, throw them. No, oh. I think it's like Pokemon Go where you literally find them and right. you just throw the ball. Oh. So this this ball is like a little hardware peripheral that you get and you kind of shake it or make yeah, the action yeah. of throwing and you're not actually supposed to throw the ball, I don't think. Uh, and then you can catch them just like you can in Pokemon Go, but that kind of takes away you can battle them afterwards but I think it's the Pokemon Go thing where you like battle them to take control of locations and stuff like that I did see the controller it it felt like a gimmick that they were just trying to get money out of people I don't think it it looks particularly exciting Um, I I was underwhelmed by by Nintendo to be honest because I have like I love Pokemon games but I just want a proper Pokemon game on a console and I have no interest in Smash Brothers the the thing that people get really excited about is the characters in Smash Brothers. And it's just like, I don't care. I really don't. No, like, who's... I well, just, I don't th- care. there's big uproar because Waluigi is not in it. And I'm just like, I don't oh, no. care. I really, really do not care. Right, so that is the conferences wrapped up, I think, pretty much. Was there anything else missing from uh, I watched, Nintendo uh, or anything? Two, not from Nintendo, but there were two other conference. Well, I say conferences. So one thing I watched was I watched the... Uh, Fortnite Pro-Am competition. Oh, yes. (laughs) Till three in the morning. Oh, my Um, God. And it was brilliant. It was really, really good. Were there Um, celebrity amateurs? There were, but I I get the feeling that these celebrities were (laughs) celebrities in America, who uh, most of them I hadn't heard of. uh, There were a few few wrestlers from WWE. There were um, ice hockey players. There were American football players. They did have uh, the guy out of Community. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Not Tom Glover. No, the main guy. Joel, is it Joel? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. even remember what his name is, but this shows how the level of things. <laughs> I, I, I thought they had the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite as well, but I may have oh, been wrong. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, So they, they had a few people like that, but they had all the big streamers. Like, so Ninja was there, um, Myth was there, um, and it was really good, like the way they'd done it. Um, they had three rounds, two of which were practice rounds, and then the lot final one, and Ninja was terrible in the first two and then won it. Uh, <laughs> nice. It was it was really, really good. So I was oh, really impressed cool. with that. They they actually had it in a an, a stadium. So they oh, had them all out nice. on the thing. And oh, that's cool. There wasn't a huge amount of people there, but it was... Um, oh, that's yeah. good. Uh, nice. The other thing, I, I watched a bit of the PC Gamer one. So oh, this yeah. is one of the smaller ones. Um they they had some technological issues, uh, same as as uh, Ubisoft, 
but it, it had a lot of heart to it. Um, they had Day Nine doing the present presenting i've got a huge yeah, man crush good. on him but he was he was very very good in terms of he dealt with the technological problems far okay, better yeah, than ubisoft nice. did yeah um but there was one game in there that i was really really impressed by and that was two point hospital ah, so this yes, is a yeah. spiritual successor to theme hospital awesome done by two of the same designers very and cool it, it just looks lovely it really does it, it looks like everything you want a theme hospital style game to be yes yeah, um, yeah. it's got ridiculous um ridiculous like illnesses ridiculous ways of curing those illnesses yeah you've got janitors you've got infestations all that sort oh, of stuff that does seem very cool um, so one of the uh, illnesses was lightheadedness and they all come oh, okay. in and they've got light bulbs for heads and oh, and nice. the treatment is they unscrew their heads and replace them with oh. and it's that sort of stuff it just looks really nice if you get a chance have a look at the gameplay footage because it just looks really really nice um and yeah it, it it doesn't take itself seriously. So if your patients die, they turn yeah. to ghosts and your janitor will come around with a little dust devil and hoover them up and stuff. It, it just looks that like does a sound game. Very so good I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with that. Very nice. Yeah. Right. Well, let's just round it up because we've already gone long. So it's been a, it's a bumper pod. Oh, bumper. Uh, there's just a few other games that I think are honourable mentions. So okay. This is me. I've got many notes, as you can hear, okay. probably on the mic. Uh, we talked about it already. Hitman 2. Oh, I'm excited. I think we're all Did excited you see the about gameplay? that. Yes, very it, good. If you can hit someone with a fish, I'm in. Exactly. So Hitman 2 is a yes from us. Uh, Overcooked 2, I'm just mentioning mainly because finally multiplayer online. Thank God. So, exactly what yes, it needed. So that is what that needs. Uh, we also had a sort of tease for a potential new Star Wars RPG, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, indeed. That could be very cool, but indeed. we don't know anything. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. That could um, be very good. We haven't mentioned Cyberpunk 2077. Fuck, we haven't even mentioned it. But there's not much to mention, really. No. We saw the trailer. The trailer looked amazing. Uh, they said it was in-engine, but not maybe yeah. in-game. I think it, it, you know, I think it's going to have everything we want. And the most exciting thing that came out of that, which I'm sure pleased you very much, was that it's going to be a first-person game. Yes, I, I've I've made my point around the Witcher versus Skyrim yeah. and the fact that I think it's it's more like you know you feel more like that character if it's first person. People have lost their minds over <laughs> the fact that Cyberpunk <laughs> is is first person. So. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of people who are claiming they will not buy it because they wanted The Witcher Three Science Fiction Edition. Right. Um, I'm the complete opposite. I think it like I I, I have every faith in that company. Yeah. If yeah. you want a third person game RPG game, play Witcher Three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's there. You've got it, and also it works now. If you buy the Game of the Year edition, the fact <laughs> that the company have come out and said it's an RPG first and uh, yes. like with first-person shooting mechanics yes. makes me a lot more confident. Me too. If it was just a first-person shooter, in, yeah. like, at least it wouldn't be a post-apocalyptic one. But yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think it's going to be good. I think based on uh, some of the ideas you've got, there's going to be shooting, but there's also going to be melee as well because it looks like you can maybe augment yourself to have some yeah. kind of melee uh, I'm, I'm 100% weapons. behind this. I fucking exciting like, If they can make me feel like a Blade Runner, I'm going to be all over this. Yes. So. And it's one of the few like development houses that really still feels like it gives a shit about gamers absolutely CD Projekt Red you know they know exactly their audience they are the like alternative bad boy studio out there they're still the ones that are like trying to do things for the players rather than for their uh, shareholders it's the only game from that conference that I went into excited about and I'm still massively excited about with like obviously you know Elder Scrolls I'm not going to get that in the next but this did not disappoint in terms of all they showed was a CGI trailer 
Yeah. And I know that people have played gameplay, but there was... Like, I've heard you know, that, yes. But they, yeah, yeah. And they said it was very, very good. So yeah. I, I'm pleased about that. But to be honest, all the other ones I was excited about, like Fallout 76, Division 2, Skull and Bones have all fallen. Yeah. Um, but then they were replaced by things like Spider-Man and uh, Ghost of Sushi. <laughs> Right, I, I cannot say Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah. I have to say it very slowly, otherwise it comes out as <laughs> Goats of Shushine or something. So I'm going to call it G-O-T. Nice. Which also stands for Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones, so that's going to be confusing. It but, still counts, though. Um, yeah, so there we go. So that is the Idiot Gamer wrap-up of E3. Fucking hell. Uh, there was a lot of it. Whew. All those games. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think that is a lot to, to chew on yes. for a while. And it's pretty, to be honest... I have paid more attention to this E3 than I have ever before. Yes. And I've actually got pretty hyped about a lot of these games. Yeah, it's yeah, very absolutely. cool. I want them all now. Yeah, it's refreshed my enthusiasm in the industry a little bit because yeah. there is some great stuff out there. There's a lot of shit still, but there's oh, some great there's stuff out there. But there always is a load of shit, so... So, I think all in all, we're pretty pleased with that. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get hyped up for those games and then uh, we're going to be back playing probably a bit of Fortnite this week. Yeah, I reckon so. And maybe something else. Oh, I haven't even done my haven't even done my Overwatch competitive uh, placements. Andy said he's not going to do them. Really? Ah, it's he's out. out. He's, he's out. out. Well, I might be out as well. <gasps> oh my god! Come on, we should all we should all just like let's bail on it. That could be an end of an era. It could be. We'll we'll have to have some sort of funeral for our copies. <laughs> right. Well, on that, uh, we will uh, we'll call it a date, and we'll be back next week with more game stuff. So say goodbye, Matt. Bye. And it's goodbye from me, and we will see you all on the next Idiot Gamer podcast. Thank <laughs> you.